What is the order of man? When you were created by God as the original creator and designer of man, he created us with a specific order and proper alignment. When you understand the power of knowing this exact order, this exact alignment, and what happened when we were thrown out of alignment due to the sin in the Garden of Eden, you will unlock a new level of understanding and power to take dominion over yourself and take dominion in life. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard. Leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Raising the Standard, Leadership, Mindset, and Development for the Kingdom Man. If you're new to the show, this show is dedicated to the modern Christian man who is fighting, who is taking territory, who is focused on expanding God's kingdom in every area of his life. And if that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. The kingdom-driven man is in need. We have a mandate from Jesus Christ that we are to occupy and expand. He says, do business until I return. And here we are focused on taking territory in life. Now, one of the things that we discuss on this show consistently is that in order to expand, in order to occupy, and in order to take territory in life, you must first take internal territory. That's right. The battle is over yourself. There's something within man. It's the soul life. It's what comprises the mind, will, and emotions that we must every day strive to put in the right order. Salvation is free. You are saved by the blood of Christ. But Jesus commands all of his disciples to pick up their cross and follow him. Part of that picking up your cross, part of that suffering, and part of that daily obedience is learning to die daily dying to your natural appetites, dying to the impulses and cravings of your flesh. And as you do that, as you walk that out in daily life, as you take internal territory within your heart, submitted to the Lord of your life, you will grow, you will expand, and you will be qualified to take dominion in your sphere of influence. When I say sphere of influence, I'm talking about that place that you're planted, where you work right now, your family life, that current season of life, that is the sphere of influence that you have. And as you stored well, you can take dominion. You can rise above, you can expand. And as you serve with excellence, the people around you and that sphere that you're planted in, that you are called to serve, you will see promotion. You will go from one season to the next season and you will move into your right assignment following God. 
And if you're just tuning in, my name is Josh Kachadorian. I wrote a book called The Standard, Discovering Jesus as the Standard for Masculinity because he is the ultimate man. He is the Son of God and he is the Son of Man. And as the Son of Man, as walking in this life, in the frailty of human flesh, he models for us as men what we are called to be and what we are called to do. In that book, I break down various dimensions of his life, and one of those dimensions is this concept of self-mastery. This concept and this vision, this picture of what Jesus did on a daily basis, submitting his flesh, submitting the desires and cravings of his flesh. And yes, Jesus was in a human body. It says in scripture that he was tempted in every way that we are as men. So there's no temptation that you have undergone that Jesus has not been faced with. And we know that Jesus overcame all sin and overcame all temptation. And that is what he calls us to do. And he empowers us to do it. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, I've been talking about the mutation of man, how man was created in a specific order the proper order, the proper alignment to man, which we can see in scripture is spirit, soul, and body. And at the fall, at that place, when Adam and Eve sinned, our constitution was changed. We were rearranged. We were thrown out of order into chaos. There was a mutation that took place and our soul, our mind, will, and emotions has now enlarged and taken the place of where our spirit was. The reason I've been talking about this, and if you want to know more about it, I suggest you go back and listen to episode 20 and episode 21, where I'll break this down in more detail for you. And the reason I've been focusing on this is because it's often misunderstood. And you might be saying, Josh, why are you spending so much time talking about this? Why do I need to know this? Isn't it enough to say the prayer, to follow Jesus, to pledge my life and follow him as a disciple? Isn't that enough? Why do I need to know all of this anatomy? Why do I need to know my spiritual constitution? What happened? Isn't it good enough that I know that I'm just saved and can I move on from now? Well, of course, if you're saved and you're in right standing with God, and you've been forgiven of your sins, and you're now pledging your life to him, that's amazing. That's awesome. I encourage you with that. But there are often misunderstood pieces of what happened within us, of why we have this propensity to sin. And when we get saved, why are we still battling some cravings? Why are we still battling this thing that the scripture calls the flesh, which is constantly pulling on us and trying to get us to give in to these lower cravings and these appetites that we know are not in the proper order for the kingdom man. And when you see this, you will unlock a new understanding to what has taken place within you and how you are to grow in spiritual maturity, which is the ultimate goal that all men in the kingdom are called to do. Okay, guys, so in today's show, I'm gonna get into why men fail. We are gonna look specifically at the anatomy of a temptation. And to understand how we are tempted, why we are tempted, and why men give in to sin, 
it's going to be critical that we understand the way we were originally designed, that proper order of man, and then also what happened at the fall when the enemy threw us off, threw us into chaos, and when we mutated. Because there's been this pull. There is this fight against God's purposes in man, and the enemy is working in the reverse order. He's working in the most perverted way, and it's the absolute reverse of everything God creates. We could also say it this way, that Satan is a counterfeit. Everything he does is a counterfeit of what God does. So God creates us with a specific order. We see this in the Genesis account, and it will be confirmed to us in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, where the Apostle Paul prays for that church and says, I want you to prosper spirit, soul, and body. That is the order. One, two, three. Spirit, soul, body. What we are now going to unveil and what we now are going to see when we dissect the anatomy of a temptation, how Satan tempts us, you will see something emerge that is the exact opposite order of what God intends for us to be. So before I go on, let's acknowledge this that we are working against multiple enemies. We do have an enemy, gentlemen. The enemy is Satan. That is the enemy of us. That is the enemy of God. And Jesus told us that the enemy roams about to and fro like a lion, seeking whom he can devour. When the Lord prayed for Peter, this is what he said. He said, the enemy has sought to sift you like wheat. So we know that Satan wants to annihilate us. He wants to destroy us. He wants to separate us from our God-given purpose and our God-given mandate and destiny. Okay, so let's break down the anatomy of a temptation. How are we actually tempted? And I'm going to give you two scripture references for this. We're first going to look at Adam. So Adam in the garden, this is Genesis chapter 3. And we see and we can read the temptation of Adam and Eve at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And there's something I'm going to focus on here that I want to point out to you. And it's this, is that when Satan tempts Eve, I want you to pay attention to the exact lie he states. The first thing he says when he presents the fruit of the tree and says, isn't it good? He says, your eyes will be opened. So he's presenting something that has to do with the five senses in human nature. First is our sight. And the first thing he says is your eyes will be open. One of your five senses will be open and you will be like God. That is the promise that Satan makes to Eve. And then she gets Adam to come on board and they both fall. We know the story. Let's just pause at the you will be like God lie because this lie is still prevalent. Satan is still up to the same things that he was doing at the beginning of Genesis. And this is a prevalent lie in a lot of new age mysticism, in cults, in false denominations. And we can see this in multiple world religions where there is a promise that you will be like God, that you have the answers within you. We just need to discover our divinity. We need to look inside and find that enlightened place because we are all godlike. We have God, we have divinity, we have the universe within us. That is the lie that Satan told Eve in the garden and he's still telling it today. And he's speaking to this drive and this inner ambition that is within humans to discover this divinity within that I can unlock limitless potential on my own. That is the original lie. 
Now back to the order and the anatomy of this temptation, we see the five senses engaged. We see something good to the sight and something good for the body. Satan will say to Eve that the tree offers fruit that is good. It's good for the body. It serves a physical purpose. So we have something that's going to appeal to a human fleshly craving and appetite, part of our five senses. We're also going to see this delight to the eyes, that it looks good. It looks delicious. There's something about it, and it's an emotional bond. It's an emotional attachment and craving to have this thing. And then lastly, we see an appeal to the intellect that if you eat this, it will make you wise. So it's good to the touch. It's good for your sight. It's good to look at. Your eyes will be opened. You'll be like God. And it's going to give you knowledge. It's going to give you and expand your intellect. So we can see the anatomy and the order of this temptation is in the exact opposite order than what God created man for. He created a spirit to be in ascendancy, governing over our soul, our mind, will, emotions, and our body. And here we see Satan make the attempt and the temptation, first appealing to the fleshly appetites, the human cravings, the sight, the smell, the feel, the touch, and also the intellect going into the soul realm. So we see he starts with the body and he goes into the soul. It's the exact opposite than the order we are created in. And what happens in this story? He gets access through the soul life. Satan gets access to Eve and ultimately Adam through the soul life, through that life of the mind, will, and the emotions. That was the door that was opened that Satan came into and brought sin into Adam and into Eve and into the world. Okay, next, I want to look at one more example to further bring this point home. And this is the temptation of Jesus. So you guys know the story. Jesus is in a fasted state. He fasts for 40 days at the outset of his ministry. He goes into the wilderness. We know he's spending that time in prayer. And during the course of those 40 days, at the conclusion of his fast, he's in a depleted state nutritionally. He's hungry. He's tired. He is in a human body, so you can imagine what 40 days without food would be like. And physically, he's vulnerable. And what we see here is the temptation comes in the exact opposite order than what God mandated the proper order of man to be. So spirit, soul, and body, that is the proper order. That is the alignment that we're called to walk in. And here we see Satan come to Jesus in this physically vulnerable and weakened state, and he tempts him body, soul, and spirit. So the first thing Satan does to Jesus is he says, aren't you hungry? And he appeals to the five senses. He appeals to the need for hunger and nutrition and says, turn these rocks into bread, turn these stones into bread. And that's a temptation. That is an assault on the hunger and the physical state that Jesus is in at that moment. There's so much here we could unravel, we could uncover, and I'm not going to go into all the typology and all the layers of what we can pull out of this experience. But what I do want to focus on is the anatomy of this temptation, the order of the temptation. So first we see body. Next, he is going to appeal to Jesus's soul, to his mind, his will, his intellect. And he's trying to pull Jesus out of his rightful position as a son 
and he's trying to get him to throw himself off a cliff to prove out of pride, out of ego, that you are who you really say you are. And Jesus does not take the bait. He is a strong savior. He is a brave man. He is our model. He is an overcomer and he defeats Satan. And he defeats him by saying, it is written, you shall not test the Lord. Jesus is the living word. He knows the word. He models the word. He is the word made flesh. And that is how he overcomes the enemy in this temptation. There's still one element left that Satan will bring to Jesus. And this is a temptation that has to do in the spiritual realm. He says, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world if you will worship me. This is an assault on the spirit. So we see body with food. We see the five senses. And then we see the soul realm, the intellect, pride, ambition, ego is what he's appealing to. And then lastly, he appeals to the spirit. It's the exact opposite order than what we were created for. You as a man are spirit, soul, and body. That is God's original intent for you. And when the enemy attacks you, he will always attack you at the flesh first. This is the first level of attack. If he can't get you here, he will elevate the attack and appeal to your soul, the pride of life, intellect, your thirst for knowledge, your thirst for status, your ambition, your selfishness, and many men will fall there as well. So what we see in this attack and the attack that we are facing is that the enemy will tempt us in the reverse order, trying to appeal to the basis level of who we are the impulses and cravings of our human body. So we looked at Adam, we looked at Jesus. Look at your life right now. Can you identify a temptation in your life? Can you identify an area of struggle, a battle that you're facing? Which realm does it have to do with? And I want you to look at this strategically because the enemy is strategic. He's watching, he's constantly monitoring, and he's been around for a long time. He's a keen observer of human nature. He's observed many, many men. He's observed human behavior for thousands of years. He knows the patterns, the cycles, and he knows the behaviors of men. And what we see is that Satan offers corruption and a counterfeit and a perversion of everything in the kingdom of God. He is very familiar with God's ways, operating principles, his word, and he works in direct opposition to the things of God, including God's order, spirit, soul, and body. Guys, I spent some time on this today and over the last few episodes because I want you to see the proper order, the proper design that God made you in. You are designed for a purpose. You have a destiny to fulfill. You have an assignment and a mandate on your life to take territory. And this is why you're under attack. This is why you face temptation. This is why you struggle. And we overcome through the Holy Spirit within us. And every day as you yield and as you surrender to the Spirit of God and allow him to take more territory within you, you will be empowered and equipped to take more territory in your life. So if you find yourself facing a temptation, if you find yourself in a struggle, I'm gonna tell you, surrender to God. Spend time with him. The more time you spend building yourself up in the spirit, uniting your human spirit with the Holy Spirit, and that's done through reading the word, that's done through meditation on the word, 
That's done through study. And that is done through prayer and worship. As you spend time with God, as you walk with him, as you let him and allow him to take more ground within your heart, within your life, within your soul realm, that mind, will, and emotions, the realm of your intellect, as you give that to God and you allow him to infiltrate it and you fill it with the things of his word and the things of his kingdom, he grows within you, you take territory, and you are equipped to defeat the enemy, to rise up and take territory in life. I will be sharing more specific tactics and actions of what you can do to go deeper in your walk with the Lord as a disciple, to take territory, to take dominion in your life, and to elevate in the sphere of influence that you find yourself in and that you are called to walk in. Stay tuned as I will be unpacking more practical tips on future episodes. Until then, let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.